Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Matt Reeves' Batman film begins pre-production. We finally get a new director on The Flash, yet again, and Christopher McQuarrie dishes on his Superman Green Lantern concept. And Roxy Stryer still smells like booze. Today on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. Yeah! Huzzah! Squad deep, baby. How are we doing? Ladies and gentlemen, here we are post-4th of July, July 5th. And you got the squad that remains strong. I can't believe that all three of us are here on July 5th. I didn't know if either of you guys were going to be here today. Did you know if anybody was going to be here today? I think when we say we can't be here, we say not going to be here. I think other than that. Ooh. Oh, then we assume? Yeah, well, I, just, I said I was going to be here. We didn't know about you until five minutes ago. I, yeah, that's why I didn't say anything. I was going to be here. If you're listening to this, or this is your first episode of DC Movie News, and you have little idea what we're talking about, I'm referring to the rest of this proud panel, this mighty squad... <laughs> Mike Allenowski yes, over here. Hello. Hello. Get up here. Uh, happy 4th, everybody. Happy 4th. It's like the whole weekend, isn't it? Like, it yeah. It's the holiday. I mean, yeah. When it lands on a happy Thursday, holidays. it's the best. Yeah. Uh, the crown jewel of the DC movie news world. She's blonder and tanner and uh, <laughs> smells like booze. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe she drank all day. Maybe it's pricey. I don't yeah, know. Roxy Stryer. Whoa, baby. It's going to be a doozy of a day. I'm also uh, doing coverage for the Stranger Things after show for I, our sister network, After Buzz TV, today, so it will be a long one for thought, Girl Rock. Like, oh, Let me finish my sentence. <laughs> you, you had to say I kind of thought in the middle of my sentence. Now you can go. Thank you, Ryan. He agrees. <laughs> go ahead. I call on you. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if you were going to call yourself out for the drinking, but then I was like, oh no, her snap, her, your post all day yesterday, we were showing it so everyone knows. Everyone knows. Thousands and thousands of followers. Everyone's in on the partying with Roxy Stryer. Hey, hey. You, you, you know? must have been, in college, you must have been like a the, the party chick. Were you? Oh, yeah. Okay, and then I, I simmered down, and now I'm simmering up. Yes. Yeah, simmering <laughs> back up. Yeah, like, I, went, I met you at the grayscale period at a Comic Con. <laughs> Uh, you I always reference this I when I painted my entire body gray. <laughs> yes, yes. And we were all like, what are you doing? What is this? And like, it's grayscale. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, like, we don't you get went it. grayscale before everybody was doing it. Yeah, and, and, and then it became very trendy. <laughs> did it? Uh, no. Okay, no, it did so. not. No, the point is that hey nobody's guys, ever done uh, it In since. addition to uh, DC Movie News, uh, we have some fun stories to talk about today, but we're going to do a little unboxing for y'all. Uh, Comic-Con oh. is coming up, and we got sent some gifts from our friends at, what, Factory Entertainment. Factory Entertainment. Yeah. Thank you so much. They sent us some toys. We're going to open those after we talk about the DC stuff. But uh, right off the bat, um, The Flash, guys. You, huh. saw, you thought I was going to talk about Batman because I said right off the bat, but no, I did a, a left turn. Wow, why haven't we ever done that? Because um, that's not the King of Segs saying it. 
Yeah. Oh, the king of Sig. Okay, so... Do you know that Mike texted me this week and and wanted me to know that his girlfriend now refers to him as the king of Segs? Because I had a great segue. And she's like, there he goes. I completely forgot. She's like, that's king of Segs. That's with a G, guys. C-S-E-G. Yes. Just from this show now, she refers to him as that. Yep. It is what it is, Adam. It is what it is. I would prefer my girlfriend not call me a different king, but... Uh, but then again, we'd probably prefer to have... A, uh, I'd prefer to have a boyfriend in general, so I can't make fun of him. Oh, anymore. that's right. Yeah, I can't make fun of his <laughs> bliss. So, um, what do you guys think about this? This is about the ninth or tenth Flash director, but now what's interesting is Mike and yes. I have been uh, very vocal yes. about the fact that we thought there was no way you're going to see Ezra Miller suit up as the Mike Flash. Mike and I, where have I been? You were here uh, for the last four years. But were you? What were you? <laughs> were you very much in the camp that Ezra Miller was never going to be the Flash? One hundred percent. I've okay. said it many, many but times. You think he is Next or to isn't. each of you it was well, not going to be. I the apologize Flash again. for not including you in that. But last week we had a male yeah. bonding. Mm, um, yeah. Good old fashioned Mike and Adam oh, episode. Oh, I see how it is. I miss one and week of the show. I come in for the last couple I, of minutes, and you guys are all bromancing. It's mm-hmm. hard to remember where people fall on these issues because we make bold predictions and are often proved completely wrong, wrong or right. So yeah, you guys are often wrong. The last we heard, False. those dudes that had made uh, uh, the uh, Jonathan Daly and. Yeah, the other one. The other fellow. Yep, yep. The writers of the vacation, <laughs> the ones who made the game what night film, which I love. Uh, they were in a script battle with Ezra, Ezra Miller and, uh, and Grant Morrison. Morrison. They were pre- apparently presenting their own version of a script. So now what we're hearing is not much of the Grant Morrison part of the story, but that those directors are out now and potentially we're going to the IT director, Andy Muschietti. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why, why did that end with a question mark? Um, well, just because that's the new that's the new piece of news. Um, obviously, the the first It movie was enormously successful. They yes. had the sequel coming out he, in did, a few did he months. The sequel, I think he did. Yes, yeah. he okay. did. He okay. did them both. Smart, and, and that is with Warner Brothers. Yes, and a Flash movie would be with Warner Brothers. That it would be. Uh, and then we're hearing that he's in talks to possibly direct the Flash movie. Yeah, and that Ezra Miller is still signed on to be in this Flash movie. Yeah. All right. Just hearing this, Mike, what do you? What does this do in your brain about um, the drive, the potential, the likelihood of seeing a Flash movie in the next couple of years well, with Ezra, Ezra, Ezra Miller? <laughs> Some I, I've seen people reach out and they've been saying like, why do we? Why are they even pushing a Flash movie? Why do we need a Flash movie? That's what they're saying. Uh, I don't feel that way at all. I don't either. I don't either. I think he's such a good character. I think... I, I, I think... I don't know. I don't... I still think Miller's gone. I think he's done. Here's what I think. So you're, you're saying... So they brought this guy on to direct Miller's script, or is Miller's script... No, no, they said Miller's script was scratch, and they have a new so, woman writing a script. So how long did he take to write Was that? it Christina yes. Dodson or yes, something? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The comic artist? Mm, Not uh, Rachel Dodson. No, no. She, uh, but you will know her from something. I'll let but, you guys but know. But the fact that he wrote the, it with Grant Morrison that fast, and they already scrapped it, not even like, hey, let's get a second or third draft. That is very telling, you know. Well, I think that they were doing that slightly to appease them, not to really give it a shot. It seemed like that the whole time. <laughs> kind of like was that like a consolation prize? I, it kind of felt like that to me. Did it not feel that way to you? It felt very weird to me. I what that they were like letting him take a yeah, stab like, oh, at it. Okay, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, Ezra, you want to? It just felt very like babying of the situation. I think the time of the Miller is done because mm-hmm. he's going to start Fantastic Beast three soon. Um, so you think what? I think he's done. I think I think these new guys might. 
I don't she, know. I have no idea, guys. I can't, so Christina maybe, maybe Hodson, one of those ones. I'm sorry, go ahead. Christina Hodson, by the way, is the one that... Uh, Christina wrote, Hodson, not the uh, Birds of Prey. Right. So okay, that's who so. they tapped oh. to write this. So let, let's go over the facts again, because obviously it's been confusing for us. It must be confusing for you guys. Yes. yes. So we are now on, I, I believe, it, which is our fourth director Rick of this movie. Fukuyama? Fukuyama? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Was, was the first one. Yep. Um, and then... Who else had it there after that? somebody between between him and the partners, oh, I believe. God, I'm but. sorry, guys. We're doing a terrible job with this today. This is July it's 5th. Been, it's either the third or fourth. Coaster for four years. The point being, though, it's either the third or fourth person that who uh, has signed on. Now it is the IT director, Andy Muschietti. And the writer is now going to be Christina Hodson for this draft. And as of this moment, which is currently, like we said, July 5th of 2019, Ezra Miller is still signed on to be the Flash in this movie. And that is where we are currently. Now, does any of that stick? based on previous attendance of this. Well, let's maybe. separate it. Do you believe that Andy Muschietti is going to be the director one way or the other? And if so, is he moving forward with Ezra Miller? Because parts of the rumor could be true, if not all of it. Mm. I think I think the, the Warner Brothers is in the Muschietti camp. Uh, it was a phenomenal success. It, too, is going to do gangbusters. So he's going to be in a place where he's going to have a lot of clout. And if he's writing a script that they like and... Think about it. Like, okay, let me ask you this. Back when the Matt Reeves took on Batman and Affleck was still attached, do you think Reeves was tailoring his script to Affleck in the role? Definitely not, because do you remember? This or is do you think of, he was already like, you're done? I'm not well, sure. I remember when we replayed it, you and I got into it over this, where they had um, uh, Matt Reeves on the red carpet, and he's, I was like, is Ben Affleck your Batman? And he's like, yeah, yeah, as of now, yeah. And it was like that as of now that, okay. like, I totally never thought it was going to happen. I, I, I thought it was over at that so, point. So, I mean, mm-hmm. he, um, Ezra Miller's Flash is a very distinct character that yes. he's created. Yes. But what if this write, writer and the director want to go in a different version of it? Like, we really can't see Ezra playing this this way, but this is what we feel will work. So the John Francis Daly and John Goldstein version of the script Oh, we were really wrong on that. Uh, yeah. yeah, so their their version uh, was said to be a little bit lighter. Um, and apparently the one that Ezra Miller was, was proposing was darker. Yeah, that's, right. that's a um, Which was interesting to... because the Flash show is so light and it seemed like it was... But, um, you know, it, it, I, I kind of like the idea of a little darker elements. I mean, so, so many of the comic book movies now are, are, are so fluffy and light. You know, Spider-Man, uh, uh, Far From Home, that, like, gives but you I that trail. Flash those... more in that vibe. I know, I know. I really do. I, I know, which is weird, but... The colorful villains. I in... want to see, uh, I would like to see something just a little bit more grounded. I feel like we're getting a little bit of away from the verisimilitude of Superman, which is still, has plenty Can of you explain... goofiness, but is also still really grounded. I, I, I watched all the special features on that, and they, they constantly reference verisimilitude. Versi- verisimilitude. Constantly in that yeah. commentary. And Robert Meyer Burnett is always bringing it up. Yes. What does it mean? What is that? It just means that it, it means that the uh, concept of the world takes itself seriously. It's not co- constantly winking at you. It okay. is grounded in a reality that is the accepted reality for this story we're telling you. Okay. So it means that just because a man can fly, I'm explaining how a man can fly. He comes from Krypton. You accept that as fact. But it doesn't also just mean that like he can... Turn, turn himself into balloon animals or whatever or you know like if, if, if random things just start to happen and they're untethered by an so understanding no, of consequences or reality then it, it just has less emotional weight so there's no verisimilitude 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 you're nailing that yes, one yes I know in Superman 2 verisimilitude because the appearance of being Saran true thank you chest. Ryan for that uh, yeah 
The appearance of being true or real. Yeah, that is the definition. The appearance of being true similitude. or real. Okay. Verisimilitude. Verisimilitude. Yes. I, uh, I, I think that... Yeah, maybe you know, when he's like taking the, the the you know the plastic of the chest, it's like where does that come from? Right. Ah, we don't need to explain it exactly. You're starting to get more out there. Like, well, okay, yeah, I think that's a good way of understanding. All right, it. I've been digging in, and obviously we've covered this on the show a bajillion times, but it's been years since we have. So just going over once again what has happened with the Flash in October 2016, which was four months after Famuyiwa was hired, he suddenly quit the project, citing creative differences, which we've talked about multiple times mm-hmm. on the show. Then a few months later, in January 2017, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword writer, Joby Harold was brought on board, which was not too long after. Uh, and then Robert Zemeckis was the front runner to direct at that time. Right. Oh, we yes, I remember the Robert Zemeckis. Zemeckis. And we were all excited. We were like, oh, Back to the Future kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. And then... Uh, even after that, we talked about Lord and Miller, who were ta- in talks for this as well. That's right, yes, so Lord the, and Miller. The Lord and Miller board. situation Oof. that happened, uh, and and that was how this early started, and how people started being like, wait, who is doing what? How is this all going down? So now we seem to be in a completely new wave, because as of for the rest of 2017, nobody was hired to replace Famuyiwa as director, so there was very little progress there. We switched from this being a Flashpoint movie at that time, though, to just being a Flash movie. Remember, initially they had pitched this as a Flashpoint, (coughs) which was very confusing for people because they didn't know what they were Flashpointing away from, considering Flash had not had a movie yet. And uh, that's when they decided they were just going to be doing The Flash. And then the Game Night director signed on, which was John uh, Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. They became the third round of directors enlisted by The Flash. That was in January 2018. So that was when we were going to uh, go with this lighter mood to counter Justice League's dark move. And then the original release date of this, March 2018, came and went without any news towards when we were going to officially release this. But then it was announced that they were going to do a 2021 release date, which still kind of seems more likely than earlier this year in 2019, Ezra Miller decided <laughs> to try his hand at writing the movie, which is when he brought... Uh, Grant Morrison on to co-write with him. We heard that he had one month to do so, which was supposedly when his contract was going to be up, uh, and that that was his his Flash movie was going to be something more dark, so as opposed to the lighter thing that they initially wanted to do to counteract Justice League. And then, after that, we never heard that anybody had turned down that script until now, where they tapped the Birds of Prey writer, Christina Hodson, to write the story alongside IT director Andy Muschietti, who will now be directing the movie, supposedly, with Ezra Miller still on board to star. So that is the entire history of what The Flash has gone through in the last uh, several years since 2016. Just so, in in the chat roll right now, we have our friend Zeno Hour um, clarifying Lord and Miller never actually signed on. They pivoted to Solo, but they were in talks. I said rumors. There was rumors about that. Zemeckis, I don't believe, was actually signed on as well, uh, but he was in heavier talks. But all of these things were the conversation circulating around Flash, which is why now in 2019, the summer, people feel very confused and not so certain whether or not the things they're stating are going to happen. And Ezra Miller still being a part of this is confusing to people as well, including myself, who believes that they need to ditch the Barry Allen character and they need to go with a Wally West character. We need to have a new Flash in town in order to move forward because I don't think that the Ezra Miller Flash is going to work with what we're trying to do 
moving on in the DCEU or worlds of DC, whatever we call it these days. Well, Not Your Average Bear says, I can't wait to see Ezra Miller on the big screen with a great director and a great script. After all this negativity about him, he's going to prove all of you wrong. He's a great flash. Okay, there you go. Well, some people definitely agree with that. I think Ezra Miller's a ridiculously talented actor, but he, to me, was never fully embodying the flash. I agree. Uh, Remember, we also had... Different actors signed on. The girl from Dope, Kiersey Clemens, was signed on to be Iris West. Yeah, she's not uh, around anymore. And she was actually in Justice League, but she was cut out of it. Yeah. So they did a lot of that uh, editing in Justice League to keep themselves from being tied to possible directions where they didn't want to go. Right. Right. So uh, I don't know what we would do with the rest of the cast. Billy Garth McMurray also. says agreed. Bring in Wally West. How do you guys feel? Would you like to see a different Barry Allen, a Wally West, or or who are you... If there is a Flash movie, which actor and which character would you guys like to see? More importantly, character. Okay, safest way to do it with littlest disruption of the universe is a fresh movie with Wally West, right? Like, you just start in the in the beginning with a different character. Maybe you can even have Ezra as Barry Allen be there. But we, we haven't done any exploration with Ezra really That's outside saying, it of would, Justice it wouldn't League. Be like, he wouldn't be an inspiration for a new Flash. No, because he's because, not been out there and he's right. been really kind of quiet about it. Right. That's why the safest way is to yeah. just do Wally West and keep it separate and, make and it, go in a totally yeah. different direction. I agree. So do you think that you never address that there was a Barry Allen? And how do we explain why we have a Kid Flash? He doesn't have to be a Kid Flash. He doesn't have to be Kid Flash. Okay. He can make him the adult. Be, Wally West yeah. could be the Barry Allen police scientist type thing. I agree with that. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Uh, I think end of the day, people don't care as long as it's a good movie. Stegman says, uh, different at Barry Allen. I don't want to skip Wally's Kid Flash days. Uh, Jenna says, to be honest, I just need a good Flash film, period. Which I think we all agree with. Uh, Ginger says, I'd like to see Ezra Miller's Flash without Whedon's influence on the character. That would be interesting as well. So it seems like people are very split across the board. And this movie, this is not the last news we're going to be hearing about this movie in in weeks, months, and even a year to come. Yeah, we'll we'll move on, but uh, I can't wait to see. Is it going to be Flashpoint? Is it not? Is Ezra really going to be in this movie? Uh, And then if it is, I'm all on board for it. I will say this. If if they have a good concept, just because we know the way Warner Brothers is greenlighting films is when they believe the concept's ready. Right. That's how we're doing it. So if... If they're talking to Machete and he's got a take and he thinks he can do it with Ezra Miller, then I think go for it. I mean, if Warner Brothers is all about trusting the creators to make different movies, to have their film stand apart from what Marvel does, then I think, you know, go for it. And it is a great character and it deserves deserves a great film with top-notch effects and all that, despite what what we've seen in the TV show. I concur, sir. Excellent. Okay, so this kind of just happened today. Uh, During a Twitter exchange, Christopher McQuarrie spoke up a little bit about those rumors that we heard months and months ago when when he was working on Fallout and Henry Cavill, who was so incredible in that Mission Impossible movie, we heard that McQuarrie was in talks for A Man of Steel 2. And somebody on Twitter reached out to McQuarrie and said, hey, I also heard that you had a concept involving Green Lantern mixing with um, you know, the, for the DCEU, is that true? Is it BS or too complicated? So I can read to you what was actually tweeted at Let's him in, in this entire exchange. exchange. This was coming from at Arian Black says, 
What about your attachment to Green Lantern? Is that BS or is it too complicated to explain? Christopher McQuarrie writes back, too complicated to explain. It tied into the Superman movie that Cavill and I were proposing. No takers. The studios have never cared for my original ideas. They prefer that I fix their broken ones. And then Louis <laughs> Centeno, Centeno uh, whose handle is at Superman0621, chimes in and says, Please help me understand, Chris. Am I understanding that you were all in on Man of Steel 2 with Henry Cavill and Warner Brothers said no? May I ask how long ago that was? And if Warner Brothers came back to you, would you reconsider? Christopher McQuarrie responds and says, They never said no. No, they just never moved on. Uh, moved on it. This was just about uh, before Fallout was released. And no, I would not reconsider. There's too many other things I want to do. Wow. To which the original person who tweeted at him, Arion, wrote back and said, Thank you for replying, but may I ask how far along you were with that idea? Like, did you get to writing anything or have some sort of story in place? To which Christopher McQuarrie responded, Green Lantern was a written proposal. Superman was a pitch. And that is the correspondence. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. I, I went to a Q&A with McCreary for uh, Fallout uh, that Collider put on. When was it? It was last summer. The movie was still in... Th- no, it was like September. Okay. And, that, of course, they brought it up and they were talking about it. And he... You could tell that this all came about like, during Fallout working with, with Cavill. He loves Cavill, the way he talks about him. So you could see that he's like, hey, I've yes. got ideas. I want to do this. I want to do that. But McQueer was very much like, he had a great idea. He, he didn't talk about it. He didn't mention what the name was. He's got this film working that he would think Rebecca Ferguson would be perfect for. It's a small budget, like, action, spy type thing, I think he'd said. But he's like, the studios don't bite at those. He's like, I've got this great franchise I want to give them, or, or this great idea, this concept. But he's like, we just can't get it going. So he, he mentions these projects that he wants to do. And he's like, no, they just want me to fix their broken stuff. Mm-hmm, he's got mm-hmm. so many little things. And he's like, you would think now I would be able to get a green movie Greenland. I can't. Do you think this is going to negatively affect him, though, that he's going around talking McCreary? about that, tweeting about this? No. That man's deep in Mission Impossible 7 and 8 filming back to forth. That man is in. He's fine. This okay. is not going to affect him negatively at all. He came in. He pitched it. They didn't want it. Well, what I love about this is well, we were... You know, obviously, Cavill was such a huge fan of the Superman character, and Warner Brothers DC dragged their feet since yeah. kind of day one, since after Man of Steel. They didn't know. Then they came up with the Zack Snyder direction. They, they you know, um, and the, the, the fact that Zack was not going to make the sequel, that they were going to try to bring Batman into it, we were going to try to rush. And I guess that's when things went wrong. If, things maybe went wrong when they didn't do a Man of Steel 2, right? Or yeah. that's what, you know, and they just kind of started rushing all over the place. So Macquarie. Loving Cavill was into this idea. Yeah. And they kind of pitched this concept, which would feed into Green Lantern, which is a great way to make a cosmic connection. So that is exciting. Um, why do you think it didn't happen? Why do you think they passed on it? Better question. I, I don't have, I'm sorry for the dead air. I don't have an answer. Yeah. Yeah. When you get someone like McQuarrie who wants to do it, the fans, no one's never said they don't like Cavill. They like him. I believe the I, problem I is because Warner Brothers wanted to move on from Zack Snyder that Zack Snyder was a producer on any Cavill-produced Superman uh, film. It just sucks because it wasn't his fault. So I know, but I but I believe that is the ugly technical side is that that's and, why and, you won't see another Cavill-Superman. Like, perfect example is like uh, Schumacher. WB, they, they attached that all to him. And yeah. then and he owned it. He's like, I said yes, I could have said no. Whereas I think Snyder was saying no quite a bit. And then they're like, well, okay, we're going to distance ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and I think in that whole tumultuous period... 
That's when it went sour. Um, So I I feel like this might have been a good concept, and it might have been more of a... a, a, for the fact that, like, they just weren't going to make a Man of Steel sequel. I have a feeling if this would have happened right after Man of Steel came out, it might have gone. If they were able to, I agree. If that had no. happened, if McCreary came in right, if he had, because I don't think he really was involved with Cavill was working at all at that point. It wasn't until he saw him later on and then he brought him into Fallout where he was like, I, I love this guy. I want to work with him more. Agreed. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe somewhere like that. Put that up there with Justice League Mortal, Batman Triumphant, and all the films that we'll never get. The Flyby, the uh, Kevin Smith Superman movie, the J.J. Abrams uh, Flyboy, Flyby. Um, Okay, well, uh, as we mentioned before, Batman has begun pre-production. The film that many refer to as The Batman, even though we've never officially gotten that title. That's what he keeps calling it, though. Who does? Reeves. Does he say The Batman? The Batman. Where? On Where Twitter. is he quoted? On Twitter. Saying, That's what he, ha- he sa- has said the Batman. Show me a quote where Matt Reeves refers to that film as the Batman. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Really? I don't know. I, I, know. Know. I, I don't think we've had an official title for it yet. I no, remember I'm not Affleck we have an official saying title. at one point, Affleck <laughs> saying, oh, it's called The Batman. But this is just one of those things where it's almost like it's become like a, a, a pop cultural myth and it's going to make it into a reality that it will be called The Batman Maybe. because it makes sense. I know at one time they wanted it to call it. But now, so it is an official pre-production, which means that the film should be filming uh, early next year. It's not going to go into full production this year, apparently. Uh, but we are trucking along there. What do you guys? Th- how do you guys feel about that? I think it's. Uh, I would just say progressing nicely. Yeah, that I think that's pretty normal. Yeah, and uh, oh, because we are starting to hear a lot of now casting more rumors are popping up. Because uh, um, we've we, already heard characters, so now we're yeah. But, but we've also we when. We've also heard the Pattinson was from the beginning. He was kind of always thrown in there. Mm-hmm. So these these rumors of um, uh, Vanessa Kirby was one of the kind of like the front runner that you're hearing. So th- there's this talk that's percolating. So these these are obviously just, we were hearing other rumors. This isn't like, just the ether. This is being mm-hmm. Josh Gad these names are been. Po- don't even bring that up. We're not going to talk about it. Okay. Vanessa Kirby's not out there posting pictures of herself at WB going, "Look what I am at today." Can't okay. tell All you right. what I'm here All for. Right. Shouldn't, have Shouldn't have brought it up. Shouldn't have brought it up. What? Not the whole gad bull. Oh, oh, God. I'm oh, just yeah, saying, yeah. Vanessa Kirby's not going to WB like, meow, nice day today here. Maybe I'll have a glass of milk while I'm here. I don't know. Adam, move us forward before Christ. Mike okay. has a heart attack. Well, Ivan Soto pointed out for Krypton fans that Cameron Cuff uh, put a Henry Cavill Easter egg. I guess he, like, cocked his arms before taking some punches. Yeah. He did that, that very popular saw, Mission Impossible yeah. move. You saw that? I saw it. I don't... Yeah, I don't Didn't know. Work? I don't know if it was an Easter egg. Oh, I know. He, he's definitely oh. because he wanted to yeah. do a reference to it, but I, it didn't work for me. Okay. A lot of people in the chat roll are pretty bummed if Henry Cavill doesn't get a shot at Superman. I saw somebody else in the chat roll say that, oh, maybe J.J. will have him be Superman still, kind of taking that assumption that J.J. Abrams will take leadership of yeah. the DC Universe, which is a popular rumor By right the now. way, in case you guys don't know what Adam is talking about when he's mentioning the chat roll, we are live on the Popcorn Talks at YouTube channel every single Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you want to join the conversation live, that is how you do it. That's how we read your comments on air. You guys are just as much a host of the show as we are, and we love hearing what you guys have to say. So uh, keep on joining us live. And if you're not live, then check us out afterwards on YouTube and on iTunes. Leave us that five-star, that thumbs up. Write a comment. We love reading from you guys. I, I look at every single comment. You guys know I'm obsessed. Yes. Yeah. And if anyone else can help me get a comment, mm-hmm. I want an official word. I want an official quote I was trying to with look, Matt but I've got to do a show right now. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so if anyone else, I want the official quote where Matt Reeves referred to, refers to this film as The I, Batman. I'm just curious. 
tweet. I think it was a hashtag tweet. It may be. But I don't know. You I just want to see it. If it's out there, I'm curious. Um, Nicholas Winding Refn, um, while doing some promotion for his new Amazon series, Too Young to Die Old or Early or something, um, he was talking about, uh, you know, he wanted to do a Christina Hendrickson, uh, Christina Hendricks Wonder Woman. Yeah, back in the day. Ago. And now he seems to have more ideas for Batgirl. Batgirl. Yeah, which is something that we haven't been talking that much about, uh, Batgirl but movie. Christina Hendricks is Wonder Woman. Huh. That would be interesting, right? She's got an Amazon, Amazonian kind of vibe. Yeah. Let's move on because I'm. I, yeah, I, don't know. I think I don't they know, I don't know, casting. I don't know how to broach it. But we're think. not talking about that. We're talking but we're about talking about Batgirl. So Nicholas yeah. Winding Refn, who did Drive, mm-hmm. you yes. know, and Neon. Yeah. So, uh, so neon the, Demon, current, the current project is Too Old to Die Young. He also helms Drive and Neon Demon. There we go. And he's been talking uh, about his Batgirl ideas uh, and just. It seems like he's uh, like some of the actors are pushing for roles. Seems like he would like to throw his hat. Well, in he is this. and he isn't. He also, if you read the quotes, he kind of says like, you know, this was my take. He did have meetings with Warner Brothers about Wonder Woman, and they were like, there was no way that they were casting Christina Hendricks. That's basically yeah. what it came down to. And he has ideas for Batgirl. He has an an, an actor in mind for the lead, but he's not saying that who that is who, right now. Yeah. But I get the feeling like he's a real auteur style director and like I feel like if Warner Brothers wanted to make his vision seems like it'd be more he'd like he'd be down with it but he's not going to do a compromised I, version he's not going to do somebody else's version exactly and to me it seems like it would be more of a what he wants to do probably sounds more like a the Joker style thing standalone in his own world wants <laughs> to just like be part of whatever he wants to do and not have to connect it to whatever Warner Brothers bigger vision is what stumped you guys? I n- <laughs> no no I, I have thoughts but I I, I can't tell where Mike's yeah, what, going. Mike, what's that face? Because the Joker to me, it works for some reason to be a standalone in its own thing. Batgirl, her whole reason. Oh, for she being, didn't say that. That's just my I know, interpretation. I know, just saying. Yeah. But Batgirl, her whole reason for being is due to Batman. There would be no Ooh, Batgirl. Don't say a, that out loud. <laughs> No, 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 let me digress, because you don't have the character of Batgirl without the Batman existing in the world. Yeah. She's the influence for her becoming Batgirl. Yeah. You don't just have a girl just decide, but, I'm going to put on a bat suit and fight crime. But there, no, no, but there's no reason you can't do that. For example, the in the Joker. Birds of Prey movie coming no, out. No, that's not true, the Joker. In the, okay, I'll even get, in the Batwoman series that's coming out on CW, right. Batman is out of town. But, he's, we, but she's influenced right. because of Batman. So I'm just saying, the same you thing the can Joker's apply here. the influenced because of Batman? Well, not in this movie. He's not before movie, Batman. Not. So maybe not in this. I mean, I just think that there's different ways that you could do it. You're absolutely right. right. But I, I, I'm saying that I think there's a way you could still have Batgirl be born out of Batman and not have, and have Batman not have in the be, film. Exactly. Exactly. And, and and if 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 Nicholas Winding Refn like had a take where that was the world where you know there was a world where there was no Batman or he had left or he was sick or he was or he was existing and he's never on camera, I would buy it. I mean, I like Drive. I never saw Neon Demon. I haven't seen the new series. Is <laughs> Anybody seen this new series no. with Miles Teller? No, I have not. Um, I don't know. It would be interesting. I, I think I would be down for a, a Batgirl film by him. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm voting for it. Okay. Um, so, let's see. Want to talk about... Oh, go ahead. Birds of Prey? Oh, sure. Let's talk... Oh, well, what did you want to talk about? Oh, while we're talking about women in the DC Universe, yeah. Punisher creator Jerry Conway mm-hmm. um, had a take that uh, Maggie Smith should be Alfred. Yeah, I don't know did. if he was joking or was he... No, no. Uh, ah. He was not. Uh, somebody said to him, Brian Hitch tweeted him, so we have Robert Pattinson as Bruce, ba- Bruce slash Batman, who's your pick for Alfred? And he said, hear me out, Maggie Smith. Uh, but I, I think that the 
bigger thing was about that he thinks that it could be gender swap, which I'm no. Go ahead. I don't. I'm not against it. I'm not. But I think by making a female Alfred, you negate a great Leslie Tompkins. Mm-hmm. Leslie Tompkins is the the, patern- the maternal version of Alfred mm-hmm. that needs the compass that Bruce Wayne has. We've not seen Leslie Tompkins done on no, screen. No, we have not. No. So that to me is such a great and her and Alfred are such a great dynamic together. I mean, great. You could gender swap and make it Lester seen, Tompkins. Yeah. You know, and, and we have seen her on screen, not the big screen. Not the big screen. She was great. Are you arguing with the great Great in Gotham. I'm just saying. Are you arguing with the TV champ? <laughs> We're talking TV movies, though. Champ. TV champ. Are you the TV champ? Of life. Is there a title? I mean, <laughs> you, have you won bout bouts like this of guy? Has? I'm the TV champ of life. life. Yes, yeah. you, the amount of TV you watch, you deserve that. I, so. I will give you that. Uh, what do you guys yeah. think of the chat role? Would you like to see a female Alfred? Would it matter for you? I, I don't know. I don't know if it would matter to me. I don't know. I yeah. I'll let you guys know what they think, but we have to move on to Birds of Prey. Okay, lots of Birds of Prey stuff is going on, including the fact that uh, according to at least one person that <laughs> uh, claims they know someone who saw screeners, it is quote unquote bonkers. See, we talked about it a little bit last in week. the best yeah. way possible. Quote unquote bonkers in the best way possible. So do you think it's like breaking the fourth wall and stuff? Breaking what the I, fourth wall? or I hope not. When I think of bonkers, I think of those candies. With the little, oh, with the little chewy inside yeah. the chewy? I don't so yeah. know what you guys are talking about. It's yeah. candy. We're older. Oh. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, bonkers. I, that's again, we talked like a little bit last week. I, we couldn't get any confirmation about anything. There was just the talk of talk that people have seen it, and they say it's crazy. Well, yeah, bonkers, I, bonkers. I heard a long time ago that the pitch was super unique, and that is a different kind of film, and that's all. And we, that's we know very little about of it now, and we're not going to learn much more at Comic Con. That's for no, sure we're because not. Warner Brothers is not going to be there. Ain't going to learn a damn thing. Next uh, couple weeks. But uh, actor Dana Lee revealed uh, her character in Birds of Prey, which seems interesting. It's like a confidant character to. Harley Quinn. Oh. Yeah. Oh my. Apparently she's got, like, when Harley Quinn has relationship issues with Joker, as often happens. That's what that was. Okay. She goes and hangs out with uh, Dana Lee's character. Do they give the name of the character? Do you was say? it a doctor? Uh, it, the character's just Doc. Uh, and okay. this, uh, So I play a character named Doc. I own this little restaurant, and my residence is above it. Lee, whose filmography includes Dr. Ken, Curb Your Enthusiasm, explained, every time Harley Quinn gets in trouble with the Joker, she would come and stay with me. I'm like her... Uh, Taiwanese See, grandfather. No, mm. like the fact that, like, I love the fact that grandfather. So is Dana Lee a guy? Yeah, he's a guy. Okay, why did you say that. he was a woman? I, I yeah, I said Dana Lee. Yeah, but uh, uh, I think I just love the fact I that like, it, I own a restaurant. My residence above it. For me, I'm just picturing sets and the atmosphere. Everything. That's kind of cool. That's. I'm getting a good vibe. Well, I, I like know, the fact I know that why the, I get a vibe from that. The character's called Doc, which makes it think it's almost like Harley Quinn uh, in therapy, yeah. right? And she is a former therapist yeah. herself. Can you just picture her saying Doc? Uh, Doc. Doc, what I wanted to tell you, Doc, was... Mr. J's got me at it again. Sorry, Doc. I didn't mean to show up uninvited again, Doc. Can you make me Korean meatballs again, Doc? Doc, please. <laughs> um, so and that's we him have, right there. Didn't he say Taiwanese? I said Korean meatballs. But it was, that's Taiwanese restaurant? Uh, oh, I think he said I'm like a Taiwanese grandpa. Then I got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so you get a lot of Chinese food Although there. I, I have to say I love Korean meatballs, though. Uh, you know what that's from, don't you? What? Gwen Stacy loves them in Amazing Spider-Man 2. I, I love that movie. Kareem Eboss. Wow. Love she that loves. movie. That's what she loves. Wow. We, we that also is deep, learned man. more about an improvised scene from Birds of Prey. Uh, this is a quote that said from Basco, uh, Ella J. Basco, who Bad is... Girl. 
Cassandra came. Uh, we had one scene where Margot Robbie, Journey, Smollett Bell, Rosie Perez, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and I had to improv the majority of it. That entire day, we were laughing, making jokes, and having a great time. The director, Kathy Yan, told us to do a bunch of silly things that made us smile the whole day. The location was near a Shake Shack, so in our spare time, we just ate burgers, fries, and a bunch of other junk food. That day was super fun and didn't feel like work at all. That sounds like your day yesterday. <laughs> you just went around and ate burgers everywhere. Uh, I, I wish that my check at the end of the day looked like a Shake Shack bill instead of what I did. <sighs> <laughs> I do like Shake Shack. Oh, good, good point. Good point. Adam? Yes. What else you got? Um, what do you well, mean, yes? Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. <laughs> Improvised scenes, good. When are we going to see some Birds of Prey footage? I, I feel no like we've got to see something soon. This movie's uh, coming out in February. July, August, September, October, November, December, January. That's still eight months away. Uh, That's a long, yeah, you're right. So That's we, a long it time. It might be a while. Yeah, okay. it might be a while. That's, it might be a while. Not me. You think like, we, I would? I mean, I, I had said on the show we're going to see it in Comic Con, but that ain't happening. So they're going to focus on the Joker come soon. You know what we are going to see at Comic Con though? What's that? A bunch of amazing toys. What? Hey, hey, hey. Do we get the King of Sags? The King of Sags. I did that. I set you up for it. You, I, you were the T-ball bet, and I put the ball on top. As we you discussed, like you can't be the king of segs if you refer to said seg. Yeah. Yes, Thus, can. Oh. That nullifies the seg. It's my court, and I rule in oh. my favor. Okay, well... Um, I've never been a part of an unboxing. Here we go. Put it on so, the table, Rocks. Okay, I'll put it on the table. Rock, and, uh, Mike's, look, Mike, Mike's you've never been part of an excited unboxing? like a little boy on, on Christmas. Here. So right I'm now, from like Factory Scott. Entertainment, we love you guys, and we're so excited to see what you have. We already did these ones, so just across. We have not opened this yet. We have no idea what is inside, but we do know that they would be featured at San Diego Comic-Con if you are going to be there. So let's see what we got. Man, Mike, really do you stuff. want to do the honors? No, Roxy, you're the lady. Please do the honors. Okay. Taking out some, uh, taking out some paper, guys. Taking out the paper. Uh-huh. Alright, we got our first thing. I haven't even looked at it, you guys tell me. Oh, Ooh. Gotham IDs. Gotham, Gotham before IDs. the legend comes with vinyl ID badge holder as seen in the TV show. So we've got Jay Gordon, H. Bullock, Enigma, and Dr. Al Tompkins. So I call this is like Get up against the wall and spread them. GCPD, yeah. GCPD, GCPD. would have gone on. You, they always say spread them. Spread them. Spread them. I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, because then you check out his for the guns. And Going along, it? same kind of badge things here, but across the pond at Flash, we've got our Star Labs badge Ooh. holder. And I'll do with these. I'll go. Okay. I'll go. I'll go into uh, JJ. Um, uh, what some coffee place and Flash. Um, Oh, jitters? Jitters. Jitter. Free coffee, right? I'm a member of Star Labs. Thank you. And they get free coffee. Ooh. Yes. Is that how it works? If I didn't it know. existed, you could definitely... We've got uh, more. We've got more. All right, what do we got here? Who's this little fella? Ooh. Ooh, that's a little guy. joker? Ooh, a little joker. From Nerd Vault, coming soon. Keep your credit cards, cash ID, and more secure with your favorite pop oh. culture characters. Oh. Looks like it's on a, a little... Uh, Thing. What do Can you, I oh, grab one? Yeah, you grab one. I'm pulling out a toy. Yeah, you oh, got it. Oh, God, I was got. What I get? I don't oh, know. What you get? Oh, it's a Justice League a metal box. miniature. Oh wait, there's a box within a box. A box within a box. Oh, cyborg. Cyborg. Oh, we love you, Ray Fisher. Let's see oh. our cyborg. What is it? It. Uh, yeah. Well, well boxed. Look at so you this. won't break it on your way home. Check this out. Ooh. It's a little, Ooh, a little cyborg. Little cyborg figurine. Booyah. Badass. You want to take this one? I think kids pick it out. You okay. All right. Out. No. Well, you... some, okay. Fine. Sure. Aquaman. Yeah. We've got some Aquaman here. This is a Revos uh, Revolution vinyls with our unique weighted base. I'll take it out of the thing while you're pulling one oh, out. He's so my turn. Yeah, he's yes, so yes, good. get your hand in yeah, there. Yeah, it's your turn. 
it's a circle. Oh my gosh, what is this? What's this right here? Oh, There's so heavy. much stuff in here. Oh, we love oh, you guys. We see Dark Knight, another metal miniature, another oh. Justice League. Probably to go with my cyborg one here, you have the Batman one. Oh, they're oh matching? They're twinsies? I think oh man, look at this fellow. Look at this guy. Would you look at this guy? Whoa. Guys, these are these are kid poops. Dang, look at that. I love it when there's a good cape that can hurt you. A good solid metal cape. Oh, he's his head. That looks awesome. I still can't. We're gonna put these on the table from now on. Yeah, right. that's true. We, can. we got. Oh, Roxy, that you want to grab one more? There's another box in there. Yeah, you work on getting this out. Right, I'll get him I do out. that. Okay, I'm grabbing a box. Let's see. Oh, oh hey. a Wonder Woman box. Oh, Medi- uh, These are metal miniatures, guys. Another that's what metal they're miniature. Another metal miniature. Metal mini. I grabbed the Wonder Woman one. Does that mean I get to keep her? Yes, absolutely. Yay. I think we should keep these on the table. Yeah. Oh, look at her. Look at her. Oh, she is badass. They're heavy, too, aren't they? Yeah, pretty heavy. Yeah, these are really beautiful. She, she wrecked stuff on so, the ground. Look at that. Are these going to be like, available for purchase marble, at Comic Con? Is those that the are idea? Marble columns. Are these what? Are these at, for, available Premiering for purchase at Comic Con? Yeah, premier. yeah, for purchase at Comic Con. Those are marble columns. I think there's still more stuff in oh, here. Oh, who's that fella? I don't know. What do we got? Oh, oh Shazam! I didn't oh, even that's turn cool. into. And then we got. A, I didn't even turn into anybody. Look at this one. These look are at awesome. her. She's like Holly. Oh, so this thing. Look, he bobbles around. Wow, we got tons of loot, guys. Look at this. Tons of loot. I'm doing my Harley. So in total, we've got the Shazam, Harley, and Joker Nerd Vault. Um, these these are, things that are on the strings. These would be huge. At we've got these metal miniatures. We've got these uh, ID cards, and we've got that Aquaman. Revolution Vinyl. Go make sure you find Factory Entertainment so that you can get uh, all this cool loot and be as cool as DC Movie News. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. We shall segue to uh, your favorite portion of the show. It's time for... Come on, Ryan. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. How was your cooking yesterday? It was good. It was really my brother's show, and I was kind of just assisting, so it was great. I had pork ribs yesterday. Oh, so did I. I wish I had ribs. They were... They fall off the bone. They were so good. Who did the cooking? Uh, well, I work. I got employed by a new company called Action Horizons. It's a stunt team. Okay. Uh, I was newly hired by them for a show at Universal. You do stunts? I do. Hmm. Uh, this is uh, and they for the for the employees they rented out uh, a section on Tony Robas and we came over from like two to five and they had like Tony a barbecue Romans. for us and I ordered Anthony. the ribs. Oh sweet! And yeah, Tony Robas is a place for ribs. It's it's ribs. Yeah. They, were, they were talk- fall off the bone like finger like I did a. Excuse like me. That they were so good. Call yes. me. Yes, Roxy. Didn't you say this is my favorite segment of the show? Uh, yeah. I, seg- about I segued into ribs. I do, ribs I do love ribs. <laughs> yeah. What Ryan says. Rib me time. My time. <laughs> bitches. Oh, we got, can we talk about the most exciting thing to come out in anything? I knew you were going to be excited about wow. this. Wow. Guys. Sandman the series, baby. It's a go at Netflix. This is super confusing for a couple of reasons, oh. but I'm excited about it nonetheless. Confusing because Warner Media has a whole new thing they're dropping, plus the DC streaming service, plus HBO, yet they sold their rights to Netflix. Confusing, for sure. Going to be a good show, I hope, though. Adam, thoughts? Wow, I didn't even think about that whole wrinkle about it. All I kept thinking is like, Neil Gaiman is on a hot streak right now with him being more involved Dude. in the adaptations with American Gods, and he was the producer of Good Omens. And, and he wrote Good, Good, Omens? Good Omens. I did like Good Omens. Oh, okay. he wrote it? Yeah. Interesting. And he updated it. And I had just read the book before or, or listened to the audiobook. I liked it quite a lot. Um, Sandman 
it seems like this kind of format would be the perfect format to do that show justice. Like, each one of those comics could be one of these episodes. Like, they're just so beautiful and well done. And if the rumors about it being a very expensive long-form series, that is exciting to me, which means maybe Netflix was able to pony up the money to invest more in it than WB was willing to on their own. I Um, guess is... It comes at a weird time. But also Goyer being involved, who's been involved with many like DC and Warner Brothers adaptations as well, including yeah. Krypton <laughs> and including uh, 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 like the Batman movies and Man of Steel. I mean, the Goyer goes deep. Yeah. Uh, I, I just am confused on maybe it is a financial thing and they, they have more money to do it. This is what uh, Channing Dung- Dungay, the VP of Original Series at Netflix, said. We're thrilled to partner with the brilliant team that is Neil Gaiman, David S. Goyer, and Alan Heimberg to finally bring Neil's iconic comic book series, The Sandman, to life on screen, from its rich characters and storylines to its intricately built-out worlds. It's been a day, guys. We're excited to create an epic original series that dives deep into this multi-layered universe beloved by fans around the world. Yeah, so in in that statement, they don't mention uh, uh, DC or Vertigo or anything, do they? No, they describe the series as a rich blend of modern myth and dark fantasy in which contemporary fiction, historical drama, and legend are seamlessly interwoven. The Sandman follows the people and places affected by Morpheus and Dream uh, the Dream King as he mends the cosmic and human mistakes he's made during his path, his vast no. existence. But no, I did not see one word that said. DC or Vertigo in that. Uh, Mike, in, yes. in recent years, hasn't the uh, the Endless, which is what that whole race of people are referred to, is it right? Like, uh, I, like Morpheus and all his people. Uh, my friend, I'm going to defer to you on okay, this. Okay, yes. Yeah, so uh, I don't know Sandman very well. I don't care for the character very well. Okay. This is a corner of Marvel, uh, no, sorry, DC, DC and Vertigo that I've never dipped my foot into. I'm not into this kind of stuff. Like Lady Death, or not Death, not Lady Death, just Death, the little girl, right? Black hair. You would have to think, though, I'm that... Just not, it's not my thing. and not my wheelhouse. I, this was the comic book. When I uh, graduated college, and I was in my 20s, I hadn't really read comics for a while, and then somebody oh. told me about Sandman. Did you get angsty? Um, a little angsty period? Well, no, it wasn't angsty. It was just, I just kind of, like, fell off of it, you okay. know, through college. It was probably just way too much partying and all that kind of stuff. But, um... It, it was great to read Sandman because I'm like, wow, this is different than like the superhero comics that I was reading. And it felt very mature, and it felt deep, and I really did like the stories, and I liked how adult it was. <laughs> Does it tie to Sandman Mystery Theater? Not really. The only, in name, only in name. See, that's the stuff I no. love. That's no, no, the Sandman I like. not related to that okay. at all. Um, but it is a seminal work, and, and, it, and, and my experience is true. While it might not be your experience, a lot of people have... An experience, I think, similar to mine with it. Yep. And when this was announced, I saw on Twitter a lot of people commenting on that. If they can pull this off, I'm incredibly, incredibly excited for this series because I do think the comic deserves this kind of treatment. More so than a movie. They were talking about a Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie a couple years that. ago. Yep. He was trying to make it happen for where he was going to play time. it. For yeah. a long time, uh, he was signed on. They were doing the whole Dark Universe movie. You can do a lot of things with the character of Morpheus, too. I don't even think you need to cast... It could be a girl, it could be a guy. You yeah. could actually cast different actors in it as it goes on. I mean, he's Dream, so you could do a lot with it. There would be consistencies within the it's, character, but it doesn't always have to be the same so one. So many DC properties, there were so many different avenues. It's crazy. 
Uh, uh, I do think observation, it's weird. Mike. I do think I would like to know more about this thing that you point out, though, Roxy, about this whole uh, Netflix. Why would they? Because you know, with Warner Brothers, I just read there was another uh, show they just pulled off of Netflix. Like everybody's well, pulling I their just, properties. Well, and I just read this Once morning. Upon a Time, which got moved to. Uh, uh, Pop, which is a CBS property. But I also just read this morning Netflix. No, it was, to see, it was a TV show. It was that a TV is a TV series. show. I know a different one. It was like sorry, not once upon a time. Uh, what, what was it called? That uh, was it called once? No, no, no. What, what was it called? The time to what's that show, Ryan? Who's in it? Uh, what it was, the fairy tale show? No, no, no. It was three seasons on Netflix. TV People were upset. I, I, I don't know who's in it. I don't watch the show. Uh, it was called Ryan. Can you hear me? Say anything? Yeah, guys, I'm here. Um, I'm, I'm looking it up right Thank now. Thank you. Great. It's, it's not much to go on. Uh, yeah. the, the, the three series at Netflix, it was moved to pop, and it was bought, it pop, but to CBS. It. I feel like that's a lot to go on. One day at a time. Thank you guys in the chat. Oh, one day at a time. One day at a time. Jeremy, what? You're burying the lead on that. We're once. talking superheroes, and you're talking then a... a, a, a you said a, that Netflix a, just canceled another show. Uh, no, no. It, it was a what time, I was saying. That was like a comedy of family comedy... Why are what? you guys so confused? I no, thought no, that no. once upon a time is not that far off. One day at a time, canceled Netflix. It was close. It was close. Uh, I was referring uh, to a show mean. that Netflix pulled from. Uh, sorry, that Warner Brothers pulled from Netflix, presumably Friends? for their own uh, streaming. So just oh, to kind no. of double down on what you were saying, that it was unusual. The that- Office. That's it. Okay. There you go. Well, I got there eventually. Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> Um, but we're, so it's interesting that they're away, actually though. doing new business with Netflix. But uh, I, I read this morning, Netflix is now reevaluating its new content because, like movies like Triple Frontier, didn't do financially well for them. So they're not—they're going to not focus in as much big stuff. Like, hey, look at us—we can compete with the big leagues and just do more smaller content. So yeah. maybe this is in line with that. Okay, maybe. But I don't know how you get gauge that because they won't release numbers, and it's not like you can gauge how many tickets were bought for a film. So. But That's it was, true. Triple Frontier was like 115 million, and they said it was a financial. They're allowed for to them. say whatever they want because we can't see their numbers, so yeah. they can just say literally whatever I they want, so. and that's how I it works. Guess. Adam, take us out of here. I got to We're go done? do Stranger Things. Oh, we got to do some Stranger Things. I did want to just mention that um, we still are unsure about a lot of the future of the DC Universe shows, getting new seasons or what. But we are hearing that they're going to have a significant presence, including a huge, huge panel yeah. on the Saturday at Comic Con. So, I will be there. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I thought I was hearing rumors of people saying that Doom Patrol did not get picked up. I don't know if it's canceled or just not picked up yet, but hopefully we're going to get some it's answers. Not, it is not canceled as of now. But it is not loud. picked up either. Yes. It's living in that nice purgatory that we call hell. Um, okay, well, that's great then. Um, is, it, is it great? It's great. We're going to have more news. Oh, and yes. I think next week, Ryan, are we allowed to say what we're doing next week? Do we have a, a special guest confirmed? Oh. Yes. And what is the name of our special guest? You so hear Hush that? will be coming out the following week, I Comic-Con. believe. Comic Con. And uh, we'll be talking to the director, which is awesome. That's going to be fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Are you going to be here? I'm going to try my best. All right. Damn so we're best. all going to be here. We're going to talk Batman. We're going to talk about Hush. We're going to be less hungover. We're going to have a more consolidated I can't tight promise show. That. Um, I'm Adam Gertler. You can find me online everywhere at Adam Gertler. Mike Kalinowski, where can people find guys, you? Guys, you know where you can find me, guys. I thank you so much for your support last week. We did it. We beat the Smasher and the Inner Geekdom. We're going on Comic-Con. If you're going to be at Comic-Con you want to see the Schmodown, go. Me and Rachel Cushing, round three. I'm taking my damn belt back. There's a promo going on right now. If you want to do the meet and greet, check it out. I got a massive match happening today against Janine, the mouth machine. She's been wanting me forever, so she's finally ponying up to that table. Let's see what she does. I'll see you guys next time.
Get that machine mouth, Mikey. I'm, I'm rooting for Janine. Of course you are. You guys are. can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer, and that's where I'll tell you all the things I'm doing. Okay, we'll see you next time on DC Movie Nerd. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.